Fans of the Dynasty Invest podcast, if you feel like there was one particular episode in the back catalogue in the anthology of Dynasty Invest podcast episodes that really, really, really was massively valuable to you, feel free to share that with a fellow dental colleague who's in a similar position so their understanding of finance can be elevated and they can hit the next level of financial success in their life. Also, as well as that, if you could take two seconds to rate and review this podcast, it would mean the world to me. What that would mean is that it drives this podcast further in terms of reach so that more dentists across the world can be able to benefit from the knowledge contained therein. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Dentists Who Invest podcast. Why have I never contributed to a pension? Well, first of all, and foremost, I should probably state that this podcast is probably going to be slightly controversial for some people. I know that a lot of people who are in the advice world out there who are listening will say that the dogma that we should all stick to is that we should contribute as much as we can to our pensions as soon as we possibly can. And I'm not saying that's not necessarily true or not necessarily correct. Um, but what I am saying is that in my opinion, it's just a little bit more nuanced than that for reasons that we will get into. And this actually has a lot to do with the accessibility of your money because pensions are amazing. Pensions are great. They can do a lot of cool stuff in terms of the tax benefit side of things, particularly if you're a higher rate taxpayer, um, you can lock away Pretty, you can pretty much double your money the second that you stick it in a pension, which is flipping amazing. Um, also, as well as that, what you can obviously do is allow it to compound continuously uh, until you reach your retirement date and you'll have a lovely, lovely, lovely nest egg. There's also, and don't quote me on this, but I do know that there is some sort of rule off the top of my head that if you pass away before you are 75, uh, then what it means is that your next of kin will will receive the pension and be able to make withdrawals from it as well, which is really awesome. So really cool from that perspective, really cool from an inheritance perspective. And IFA will be one to ask on the specifics and details of that, of course. So very, very, very careful ask. You might just want might to run that by your advisor or do a little bit more research in that. But let's go back to the topic at hand. Why have I never contributed towards a pension? Well, it comes back to the two main factors that you're going to use to decide uh, where where you invest your money insofar as the accounts that you're going to use, because the asset is mainly determined by the time frame. at least if you're using growth assets, growth assets being stocks and growth assets being bonds, as in traditional paper assets, traditional assets, which form the backbone of everybody's portfolio, or at least most people's portfolio. So Let's ensure that we're talking about that. Let's be specific. Let's be clear. We're specific, specifically referring referring to the accounts into which you into which you, uh, you you deposit cash so that you can purchase those assets. So there's really two main factors that you'll use to decide which accounts you're going to use. The first factor is tax implications, and the second factor is accessibility. And really. You can use those two factors to determine which account you'll use to invest your wealth, whether that's a nice SIP, keep it in your limited company, or a general investment account. Those are the main four. So off the back of that, really, whenever we have that lens or that perspective, those two, that decision-making framework, is it going to offer us an advantage from a tax perspective, or is it going to offer us 
an advantage from an accessibility perspective and a tax perspective, those two things together. Now, if you want to be able to have full access and retain the ability to touch, to, 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 to sell off your assets and access your money at any point, well, if you want to do that with all of your wealth, then really a pension is not something that's going to allow you to do that because the whole point is that when you put it in there, you cannot get it out, out until you hit retirement age, at, at which at that point you have the option to be able to withdraw from your portfolio, withdraw from your pension. So here's the thing. If it, if accessibility of your money is a complete non-negotiable, then really you can't use a pension. So really the second that we do that is the second that we're relinquishing that. Now, the tax implications are massive for those of us who use pensions. And this is obviously something incredibly valuable and incredibly useful. However, point blank, if we want to have access to our money at any one time, well, then we can't use that. Now, certainly a lot of the haste and a lot of the urgency there seems to be around to invest in a pension comes from the dogma that we should all do that as soon as fast as we should. However, the number of times that I have used capital, which I wouldn't otherwise have had access to if I would have invested in a pension to be able to invest in other things, things that would generate me more cash flow, perhaps there's a little bit more risk associated with those things, of course. Well, that money has been very useful to me. And if I would have put it in a pension, I never would have been able to access it. And that fortunately, a few of those things, some of those things have paid me back in dividends. They've been some of the best investments that I've ever made in my life, particularly investments in knowledge and how I think and skills, et cetera, and, and stuff along those lines, which to me is one of the most underrated places that you can invest your money. And it's also one of the places that advisors never, ever seem to flip and talk about, which for me is one of the ways that you can generate some of the greatest returns of all time. If you give yourself a skill and ability that will allow you to be able to generate great cash flow in the here and now, well, that's an asset that will pay you for the rest of your life. It's not a tangible asset. It's not an asset that we can measure. Uh, we can we can tangibly measure. It's not an asset that we can just look up on a bank account balance. How much is it worth instantly? But it is something that we can use day in day out in a practical sense. So for me, some of my greatest investments have come through that. And for lots of people out there, some of your greatest investments have come through that because they've come through your dentistry. Imagine if you could just do that over and over again, continuously. Well, you can. You can upgrade your skills and knowledge infinitely. In fact, if anything, it compounds and it grows at an ex- it grows an exceptional exponential rate as time goes on. Well, guess what? If we're taking all of our money and sticking it in a pension, we'll never actually be able to do that because it's all tucked away in there. So whilst I'm not saying that we shouldn't do it, what I am saying is, that there is a school of thought or an argument that the earlier we are in our career is the more scope that we have to invest in things that will boost our cash flow in the here and now, whether that be a business, whether that be how we think, whether that be our our skills and knowledge, whether that be all of those things. And it sure as hell won't happen if we're prioritizing squirreling all our money away in a pension. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't do it. What I am saying is we just have to counterbalance that with that other knowledge or that greater wisdom or seeing it from a wider perspective rather than narrowing narrowly focusing on the dogma that seems to be thrown around that we should all just stick as much as we can in there as fast as we can in fact it's interesting because i always used to think that every fa thought that way or every ifa thought that way and actually as time has went on i've met more and more who will actually actively say do you know what hey there's no rush there's no point no point in getting into it uh, just ASAP or certainly certainly prioritizing it as much as everybody would have you think. But of course, as well as that, what we have to remember is there's a huge incentive 
um, at the minute um, to be able to deposit your money in a pension given that the annual allowance is now 60k a year and supposedly there's no lifetime allowance. Now there is a school of thought to say that that's a bit of a honey trap because when your money's in there you can't get it out and they can always bring the lifetime allowance back in an instant in a flipping second and of course anything over and above deposits in or pensions, anything over and above the lifetime allowance, well, it's taxed very, very, very heavily. And there's nothing we can do at that point. The money's already in there. However, those rules look and however those laws look whenever they reinstate them, which for me personally, I think is a matter of time. I, I think that the lifetime allowance to think that it's dead and gone, it's never coming back. That's, <laughs> there's, there's, I, I can't see that happening. I think it's a very, very, very slim possibility. What we have to remember is, that for most of us, if we're leaving our money in there 10, 20, 30 years, something along those times, there's an awful lot of time for governments to flip back and forth and be able to reinstate those laws. So that's what you've got to be cautious of. That's what you've got to think of. Ultimately, it's a control thing. The second we do that, the second we're relinquishing control. Again, I got to caveat everything as to what I've said with the fact that maybe my setup is a bit unique as compared to everybody else uh it's it's i'm in a, i'm hopefully in a position where there's a little bit more fluidity in terms of where i am geographically located i think it's unlikely that i'm going to be in the uk uh terribly long or certainly not for the rest of my life therefore for me a pension on that basis well it makes even less sense still because if my money's all locked up in a uk account then i won't be able to access it ultimately um, so that's another reason right there. But having said that, you know, if you really like your career, you really like your job as a dentist and you just want to keep progressing, um, on the career front and tuck a little bit of a way every single month, then there's a case to be had for investing in our pension. And you know, this podcast, I just want to make this hyper, 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 super duper clear. This podcast is not by any means saying that we shouldn't invest in a pension. All it is to say is actually there's this whole other perspective that in my opinion doesn't get that much airtime, the perspective that I've just articulated. And for the reasons that I have said and highlighted just then, there's a case to be argued to say that really because of all this new information, because when we see things from that light, really maybe the, 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 the uh, urgency or the, the, the fact that a lot of people insist that we should do this as much as we can invest in our pension as much as we can do it as soon as possible actually in this new information and in the new in in this new light maybe that's not such something that we should prioritize much as everybody makes it out now as to what level you prioritize it as to what level you take on board that information and adjust your behavior because of it well personally if my in my opinion my 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 behavior says a lot about my thoughts on it relative to my circumstances as someone who's 32 and relatively young, young-ish, uh, I like to think, I like to tell myself at least anyway. Uh, <laughs> and what I mean by that is there's certainly some time between where I am and where I'm going to retire. Well, for me, there's just not enough of an incentive there for me to prioritize that. And again, for and when I say prioritize that, what I mean is prioritize investment pension, hence why I have prioritized investing in other areas of my life. But like I say, controversy alert, not everyone will agree with me. People will listen to this podcast and say, what is he talking about? That is crazy. That is ridiculous. I can already hear them. I can already understand why they might say that. And you know what? That's fine. But what I would say is, from my perspective, those are my reasons. That is my rationale. And whilst I've come across a lot of people who would disagree with what I think, I've also come across a lot of people who would agree with what I think. And it's worth noting that if there's a lot of people out there who at least share consensus with you, 
Generally, that means there's something to it. Good for thought. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit follow or subscribe so you can stay up to date with information on new podcasts which are released weekly. Please also feel free to leave a positive review so others can learn about this podcast and benefit from it. I would also encourage any fans of the podcast to sign up to the free Facebook community from which the podcast originated. Please search Dentists Who Invest on Facebook and hit join to become part of a community of thousands of other dentists interested in improving their finances, well-being and investing knowledge. Looking forward to seeing you on there.